Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Another season of Love is Blind is upon us. I can't believe it's season five. Callie, we are here to talk about episodes one through four. What is your initial grade of episodes one through four? Ooh, grade. Honestly, I told you this because I watched it before you. I know. And I was waiting for you to watch it because I had a lot to say or discuss with someone. I am really enjoying one through four so far. I'm very excited to watch more. I'm going to say an eight and a half. Wow. Nice. I agree. I was like, I thought this was pretty good. I just, I got right into it. One thing I like about Love is Blind, and I was just saying this to our producer, Devin, they're very good at iterating. Like, it's not so... Clearly, they make the show the same way, but they share... Or I don't know if that's completely true, but it seems like it's more or less the same. But the the finished product always is, like, a little bit different. And this season, once there's a couple of things I really like, which is, A, I think for the first time, we hear the couples talking to each other about, like, what's going on in the respective living quarters. Like, when Johnny like said no to that guy, Chris, like she hears from Izzy about like how Chris responded. Oh yeah. I really l- like hearing them talk about each other because it, it makes it more realistic and they just sort of show a little bit more of like everyone's like friend dynamics, which mm-hmm. was really interesting to me. 
And then I think I, I realized they kind of had to do that because then there's the major reveal that (laughs) (laughs) Lydia and Uchi had dated previously. When you were saying all this, I was wondering, I'm like, I also just wonder if they follow and edit, you know, what makes sense. And I feel like seeing the friend dynamic makes sense. Also, there was like a little bit of, at least in the first four episodes, there was like a little bit of crossover, like Lydia liked Izzy. And then, so we had to see like that dynamic. So you got to see more of like the off pod. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Like what it's like for them in, in the living quarters. So I think it's funny. They call it that the living quarters. <laughs> I need, I need a tour of the love is blind set. I need to understand where everything is, the logistics, like, please Netflix, hook it up. I need to know. I would like to, too, only because they show the ceilings. Yeah. And so I'm just like, was this like fully built out in a studio? I think it was. I think I think it's in San Diego. That's what I've I've heard. Yeah, I would like to I would like to tour if that ever becomes an option for us. I'm down to go down to go. Yeah, maybe we should go. Hey, Netflix, hit us up. Please. I also also I also always want to give credit. Also, also, also. always want to give credit when these dating shows seem to fall off a cliff a lot. Mm -hmm. Like you love season one and then it kind of falls off a cliff. And Netflix has somehow been able to keep Love is Blind equally interesting. Like there's not been a season I haven't liked. They haven't made it so that people are coming on just to get famous. It seems like, like they find the most regular version of what they're looking for type of person. Like every season, sure. There's like one or two where you're like, what are you really on this for? Yeah. But the general consensus to me is like, they seem to really want to be trying to find love and for having five seasons, like they have people still married. They have people having babies. Like what the hell? As many love is blind couples as there are bachelor franchise across all of bachelor <laughs> well not i guess excluding paradise but even that it's like pretty close because lauren and cameron still together alexa mm-hmm. and brennan still together tiffany and brett bliss and zach kwame yeah, and you're, chelsea you're missing one from season one one of the main couples who seemed like they had zero oh amber and barnett making yeah. it yeah amber and barnett still yes, together there we go yes yeah, shocking shoot there's also someone from season three that I think season two is the only one where no one's still together. Oh, the other couple that seemed like they had no chance. Colleen and the crazy guy. Can't even remember his name, but she's the ballet dancer. They're from the Dallas season. Oh yeah, they're still together. They just moved in together finally. Like it's crazy. There's a high success Which rate also, of the show. That all makes sense. Like taking your time, moving in together. Yeah, seeing like, if you really just... want to do it. Yeah, but yeah, they have high success rate. This season's in Houston. And they really like the single season conceit really worked. I mean, for season four, because Seattle and Portland are not actually the same city, but they treated it like it was. It was a little bit funkier, but the single season conceit truly paid off with this Lydia Nucci situation, which we'll come back to in depth, obviously. But the other thing that seems pretty great about this Houston season, we got a lot of scientists. We have like three geologists on this season. And that's another reason why I like Love is Blind. It's like people have actual jobs mm-hmm. and they're not just like, I don't think anyone is an influencer really. And so. Well, that has to be purposeful because again. Yeah, they don't want that. That just leads to someone wanting to get more exposure. No hate on the influencer, but like that's your job. 
This has to be the highest percentage of scientists on a reality show cast of all time. Like, <laughs> I think there's like four. <laughs> Specific scientists, too. Yeah, geology. Lydia and Milton's com- first conversation, I was kind of like, uh, what? I know. I don't, and by the way, how many times have you watched a reality show and you're like, oh, they're talking about my pay grade? Probably zero. Yeah. Also, I remember Mar- Miriam is super wacky and she's also yeah. a scientist but she has like three degrees she's like really accomplished and successful even milton is super smart and he's like 12 i'm like what i love milton like i love him i don't think milton should be on this show he's the camilla the love island camilla of this i'm just like why <laughs> you shouldn't be here but and i think he makes some bad decisions but i love him and he Whoa. like he reminds me of like one of the stranger thing kids growing up like i'm just like Aww. oh this is this is what, like, I don't know any of their names from Stranger Things, any of the characters, but I'm just like, this is what they're going to be either. like when they're adults. <laughs> also, like his socks, his high tube socks. Well, since we're on Milton, let's talk about Milton. Why do you think he shouldn't be on this show? Because he's 24. Is that it, though? There was other reasons for Camilla to not be on the show. Also, because he just seems like he has, like, a lot of interests. And I'm just like, do you need to be on a dating show right now? I don't know. It's just like... I agree with you, but I just wanted to see if you had the same reasons as me. What are your reasons? I'm like, you're good looking. Oh, yeah. You're clearly tall as fuck. Yep. So like you're a real world like nine off the bat from being that tall, like without anything else. You're that tall, bumps you up and you're decent looking and you have a real job and you're 24 and based off the pod and really straight conversation, you were totally fine. So it's not like you don't can't hold a conversation can hold a conversation and you're smart how are you on the show i know i don't i don't get it i really don't get it either he goes to a club not that he's he's probably not going to a club but he's going to a club (laughs) and he goes to a social environment (laughs) yeah he goes to a social environment and like a girl from afar away is like oh look at that basketball player Mm -hmm. and then they walk up and they're like oh no he's a genius i'm just like where is the why is what's happening? Milton I is can, I think you can meet someone at Raisin Cane's if you wanted to, Milton. <laughs> I would love to meet Milton. I would have loved to have met Milton when I was younger. Like he is he is a, a 10 out of 10 for me personally. I'm just like, this is great. Let's date and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I do think that nerds are having a resurgence right now. It seems like girls are into nerds. Yeah, because they're like interesting. I mean, for me, I'm just like, I'm all, you know. I, we were talking about this before the pod as well. I feel like Bliss, we're like, yeah, she identifies as a nerd. I feel like when that's like an identity that you hold, you want to find that in someone else. And so I I don't know. I It is surprising to me that he's like, d- this is the way he wants to date. But I guess we're assuming he, he isn't dating otherwise. But I don't know. It just it just seems weird. It seems like there's a lot of ways for him to meet women. Doesn't doesn't need to be through a wall. Also, it seems like he likes older women. What? Well, I mean... He's not your typical 24-year-old. That's true. I understand, I understand why he wants to date older women. Also, where he's in his life, I'm like, what year did you, how old were you when you graduated college? Were I you think like he's one a of genius. 18-year-olds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking when I said that out loud, I'm like, are nerds having resurgence or am I just old? Because like the older you get, the more you're like, yeah, that's what you want. I think you're just old. I think that many men 
who are like quote unquote nerds as they get older are like more and more appreciated by women. I think that just kind of like happens. Happens, yeah. Because I was going to say when I was 18, loved a guy that couldn't like form a sentence. (laughs) Now I'm really into sentence forming. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) But also the ways in which you meet people as you get older, like, you know, Milton's social environment also maybe doesn't isn't conducive to dating because he's not like going to a club or a bar. Or, I don't know. But he seems or like if I, he's like around a lot of older people, like they might already be married. They right. might, you know what I mean. I checked out his Instagram. Obviously, it seems like he travels. Also, seems like he has a lot of friends. I can't say anything. I have nothing negative about Milton. Like he just seems like he's like well curious guy. The only thing negative is that he decided to propose to Lydia, which is inexplicable. Yeah. Why? I don't see anything about their connection. She, Lydia's the star of the season so far. (laughs) I do see how it happened, but I don't think to your point, it is their connection. I think it's Lydia like forcing it into his head. I don't know. He like took the time. I I don't think someone like that can be forced into things i think of course you know i'm sure there's ways to manipulate milton but i don't think she did she was particularly compelling because we need to take a step back lydia and Aaliyah are best friends in the living quarters the women's living quarters they they act like they are you know okay twins who have like reunited after a long time separated after being in the womb together they well they they like cuddle together on the couch in a way Ugh. that just seems like uncomfortable. They're like, Ugh, I couldn't <laughs> hate it more. In general, Lydia's closeness to people, while it seems very nice, she does seem nice, is too much for me personally well she uses it as a manipulation tactic which we saw with with Aaliyah. well with Aaliyah, but she's doing it to everyone yeah like she's so like it's okay baby i'm just like get back up take a step back i don't know you (laughs) it's too much (laughs) so we find out in episode three i think at the end of episode three that Mm -hmm. Lydia and Uchi have dated before. By the way, Netflix, thank you so much for waiting until episode three to tell us this. It's it, it very, very artistically done. It is really, <laughs> it is really well done. I'm not joking. Great television. I did not see it coming at all. Me neither. I did not like, see it coming. At what all. an absolute reveal. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Also, yeah. I had text. I was like live texting you as I was watching, and I was like at the beginning, I was like, "Wow, Al- Aaliyah seems so normal. Like, what's she doing here?" And then as things progressed, I was just like, mm, "I could see why perhaps she wants to go on a dating show." <laughs> and she sobs when she finds out this information. She is sobbing. <laughs> it's kind of like when Rodney left Paradise last summer, and the entire <laughs> cast of Bachelor in Paradise was sobbing. Neither one of us seem like overly physically emotional people. No. So I can relate to you in the like, Jesus Christ, she's acting like someone died. I was like, this is a lot <laughs> just for like, just geez. hearing this information. That being said, I thought the things that she was physically doing, like I was like, wow, I would be 
pissed. I would be annoyed. I would be creeped out. I would be turned off. All the things. I just, a tear wouldn't have fell from my eye. But I would have. I would have. Yeah, I would have mad. I would have been like, I I need to go. Yeah, I thought her like physical crying emotion was over the top. It was like bawling crying. But I also was just like, yeah, I mean, that would be it for me. It was like so intense. I wish we knew how long or do we know how like how many days went by? How many dates happened before he told her? They're in the pod. I think they're in the pods for 10 days. So I don't but know. What probably, day are we on? Right. We have no idea. Like there's no so there's no daylight. Like they're like living in like biodome, basically. So I wonder if they do see the sun, actually. This reminds me. I just want to acknowledge I see windows. You've seen windows? No, I haven't. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm just like, do they, it's a lot of deprivation. And this reminds me, I want, we've been commending the show and it is a very well edited television show, but with a toll, because a lot of the people who've gone on the show have just said that it's been very hard on them, including Nick from season, I think it's season two, the Chicago season. And, you know, I think it's important to acknowledge that, like, especially with Leah, because maybe some of her reaction is because yeah, the, yeah. The, she's drunk and the, and also like the deprivation that they're under. That is true. Remember Tiffany, who like fell asleep on the couch? Yeah. Talking to Brett. Yeah. And everyone was out. like, what the fuck? But when you think about it, I'm like, I don't know how much alcohol they're consuming. Clearly a lot because yeah. everyone seems a little tipsy. Yeah. And if they don't see light is it one of those things where like they have no idea what time it is probably yeah it's like they're like 11 and they just like go to sleep and wake up based off like when the producers turns lights off and are the producers doing it to like make him sleep deprived and are they waking him up super early like we don't know any of these things no we don't and also we don't know how much uchi knew about lydia and Aaliyah's friendship like is Aaliyah telling uchi like my best friend in the house is Lydia That's and like fair. we've really connected because I feel like she was mad at both of them but it's like the person who has like all the information here is, is Lydia. Lydia so also how many conversations did Lydia Nucci have oh I think just one and they're like not that's not it because she recognized him right away Oh, no, I know. But like, did they have any other dates? Like, did she have another date with him to like update him? Or, right. Like, we don't know. We don't, yeah. I, d- I doubt it, though. They probably because also if you're the producers and also they said this to each other. The point of this is to not know what each other looks like and to like, you know, yeah, take, yeah. take a shot. And they talked about it. But I thought it was kind of interesting how they they're so bought in to like the premise of the show that they they say like, well, we wouldn't be doing wouldn't be true to what you're supposed to be doing if we if we tried dating but the main reason why they probably didn't keep pursuing it is because they dated for a long time lydia said they basically were hooking up on and off like it had some kind of entanglement since 2020 and this was filmed i think like probably in 2023 this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups all right it's official I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important 
to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. And so that's a long time. Oh, we know when it was filmed. It was in April because I dated it. She was like, last time I saw him was three months ago and they had sex then. And that's like a very long entanglement, even if they were like never officially together or whatever. But like they really know each other. She knows his friends. She knows his dog. Like she knows this guy. It actually was surprising that he didn't recognize her voice right away. I was just like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> she has a very distinctive voice. So yeah, I think like, that's why yeah, I was a little thrown off yeah. by him not being able to recognize her voice. That being said, they didn't date for like years. I think it was on and off. And it wasn't like a full, it wasn't like it was like a full on relationship. Well, right? I was going to say, I wonder, because we all, we heard all this stuff from Lydia. I'm like, Uchi, can you tell me what Lydia's favorite color is what's her middle name <laughs> does she have pets i don't know if uchi would know lydia's a psycho to me i think uchi seems like well quietly uh, like not great but he there was something he did to a different woman maybe or maybe it was Aaliyah, where he got really mad at her and like made her apologize what did he get yeah. mad at her about i don't remember but i was just like this is alarming oh yeah she ex. cheated an ex and he like was like holding making her feel really guilty about that so i watched first and i thought you had already watched so when i started watching and saw that scene i texted you and was like uchis scares me yeah i thought that was really alarming as well like he was so mad at her and like making her trying to like make her feel bad again and she already did feel bad i mean how he was talking like so measured yes that is the sign of real like manipulation it was really scary. I agree. And then like her reaction of like, I'm a hurt puppy. And like, it was very like, I know I'm so horrible. I know it was oh, terrible. It was like, really what? upsetting. It's like you made a mistake. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in, ge- in general, in general on this pod, it seems like we're like, okay, it was cheating. Yeah. <laughs> we're not okay with cheating. I'm definitely not. I'm, not okay with cheating and i was gonna say but and also if you're 21 actually you know what i'm like kind of okay with cheating between the ages of like 18 and 23 like if you're (laughs) not married and you're just dating someone between like 17 and 22 that's like end of high school college should you do it no 
But if you do it, do I think you're a horrible person? Nah. I think you're young. Like, everyone fucking cheats on each other. I, I personally did not, but... I have not either. How many people do you know that did during that time period yeah. in their lives? I think also, when you're young, you make mistakes. And you also, like, less control. And it's not, it's not good. 100%. It's not good, but, like, I'm not making... He basically was like, you're a horrible person for doing this. And I'm like what and also it's just a weird way to start a relationship where like he's making her feel bad about something she did in her past which she clearly still regrets not like she has like no feeling over it and she she feels bad about it so it was it was definitely an an alarming conversation i was not i'm not a nucci fan as a result of that but i also just think that the way he then responded to her being upset her being Aaliyah was also like not particularly empathic. He was like annoyed that she was upset. And, but he knew that she'd be annoyed because he waited to tell her. He could have told her much sooner. Well, then the next day he came back. Oh, 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 you're talking about when she was upset about Aaliyah. Lydia. Yeah, Lydia. Aaliyah. Lydia. When Aaliyah <laughs> was upset about Lydia. <laughs> yes, I agree. But I don't know to your point, like he might be like, what? It's not that big of a deal. She, he doesn't know that Lydia has been like sucking her asshole every moment in the living quarters. I love the t- term living quarters. The worst <laughs> thing that Lydia did that made me most like Lydia know is then once Aaliyah confronts her, Lydia starts doing the like, you're going to love his friends and you're going to love his dog and like, it, like acting like she's it like... Was- her big sister or something. It was horrible. Also, it was like Aaliyah again. And I, I have to, okay. I don't know why I'm not doing this for everyone, but like with Aaliyah, because I remember when you texted me, you're like, oh, Aaliyah is so normal. And I was like, keep watching. <laughs> I have to think that this situation is making her act not how she normally would act. The main thing I think I know about Aaliyah out in the wild is that she loves to have sex. I liked how much she talked about it. I was like, interesting. People, we don't see them talk about this that much on the show previously, but we got a lot more of them talking about sex. And Aaliyah really emphasized it a lot. I support it. Good for her. Oh, yeah. Me too, obviously. I just think that Aaliyah seemed really normal for like 10 minutes and then it took a sharp left. And <laughs> I just want to think that they edited it to, to that. We saw her in the beginning and then we saw her at the end. Right. And by the end, she was cracking. That's what I want to believe because when Lydia was listing, I mean, oh my God, that w- that really was the most unbearable scene. I hated it. Was, it. it was it made the most me unbearable hate, scene. It made me hate Lydia because I was just like, this is a really well, who mean... who does that? It's a really mean thing to do to your friend to sort of like, like just spray like also like, disguised as being helpful yeah it's a it's a very manipulative thing to do and it's a that, really though, shitty friend move would you not be like hey shut the fuck up oh to leah to her credit she was like i don't want to know all of this she's like i want to okay, find out but myself it was, it was not very strong it was very much like okay like i don't really need to know i don't even know i want to be like can you say it with your chest like she's very like when things aren't going well, she becomes insanely meek and her personality doesn't seem that way. Yeah. I know. So instead of like 
She seems there fun. There are times though. Have you ever like handled something a certain way and you're like, damn, I think that if I would have, instead of getting mad, if I would have been like, oh, woe is me, maybe they would have reacted differently. And I can never do it. I can never do the Not feel bad mad. for me oh. angle. Instead, I always do the like, fuck you and like overdo mm-hmm. the anger instead of like sell the feel bad for me. I'm not good at that. But Aaliyah oversells the feel bad for me. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't think I, these people seem like they feel very bad for you. It's not working. You got to try a different. I don't think she's going to get the, I don't think her emotional needs are going to be met by Uchi. I'm basically like a good fit, but maybe I'll be wrong. I just worry that it's going to be a, a bad relationship. Well, the other thing that is so hard with this show, because like with Lydia, Uchi really seems to believe that Lydia is a great person, which I liked how he spoke about her. I was going to say, I think that's actually a positive. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how he spoke about her and it made me be like, okay, like that was like a positive for Uchi for me. Yeah. And then I was like, so maybe Lydia also is just going a little cray cray in this house. (laughs) But then I'm like, I don't really like Uchi. So why am I valuing his opinion of Lydia? Right. (laughs) I, I know. I think he's, I think they both seem like I wouldn't want to have them in my life, but I I guess I would ultimately choose Lydia. I don't know the way that Uchi was trying to like guilt trip. You would choose Lydia over Uchi. Yeah, I think I would. Mm -mm. I think I would. On the rankings of worst, worst to best, Uchi's one for you. Yeah. No, best to worst. Worst to best. He's the worst. Uchi's the worst. Of this three. Yeah. (laughs) I, I think he is. The way that he spoke to Aaliyah about her cheating and then like being like n- not particularly sympathetic to how upset she was. I'm just like, no, man, like at least Lydia. I don't know. She's trying to like Bigfoot you and like big and like, you know, have the upper hand. But she seems to have more, more emotional, intel- more emotional intelligence. The other thing they did this season. Well, I guess it's a different version of the same thing. But I like how they showed them making decisions. So he had this conversation with Aaliyah and then came back into the living quarters and like sat down at the table with a, with a group of guys and was just like, I don't know. And I, I actually liked hearing him like describe what happened without telling on her. I really liked how he wasn't like, she cheated on someone. He was like, she made a mistake. I got upset. And the guy was like, everyone has a past, bro. Like, you can't hold it against her. Da, da, da. And then the next morning he went in and was like, I'm sorry for the way that I acted. Yeah, reacted that to was it. good. And I'm just like, okay, maybe if Uchi had been like, if he's been cheated on before or like if he feel if something, someone in his family, whatever. And that was his reaction for him to like then take it and then go back to her with like my bad. Da, da, da. I'm like, all right, I can, I can get there. I didn't like how he was talking to her. But I like that he recognized that he did not react well. And he must have recognized it right away because he went right back into the living quarters and was like, ugh, I don't know. Well, the person who's the weirdest in the living quarters is Milton, who like will not talk about how he's feeling or any of the women. He's like, I don't talk about that. 
<laughs> I don't know. Okay, I really so that's, like him. that's our one flag with Milton. It's <laughs> our one flag, yes. But maybe that's like our protective thing, or I don't know. Maybe it's like his strategy. I I, I really don't know. Well, he's a scientist, so I want to I want to assume the best for him, and so I'm assuming that he's like, why would I talk to these guys that also want to date the same girl as me? That doesn't make right. sense. It's, it's just true. We got to talk about some of the other couples. We haven't even mentioned anyone else. <laughs> I was going to say the other alarming fact about Lydia is that she's been in love with three people on this show. So the biggest surprise for me of the season, other than the wonderful reveal of two people haven't dated previously, is that Izzy seems to be the most popular man. I, no shots at Izzy, but I, I don't get it. I'm just like, why do they all love him so much? Um, he seems nice. And I guess he's like very chatty, but like Lydia was one of the, one of the women who like loved Izzy, right? It was Lydia. She was fully in love with him. Lydia, Johnny. And then he ultimately chose Stacy. I don't think Stacy and Izzy are going to work out. It's just my personal. I don't think so either, but shockingly, I think that Stacy is like the catch here. I agree. I was going to say the same. I like Stacy quite a bit. I think she seems like a pretty nice and like did confident you from person. Jump? No, I did not. Me either. But I came to like her. I liked how she I was like, obviously you're gonna pick Johnny or Lydia. And then after like one and a half conversations with Lydia, I was like, don't pick Lydia. Then like Don't pick Johnny. I know. <laughs> then then after a few more conversations, I was like, Oh yeah, Stacy is it. Well, Stacy has the most confidence. She was not like fighting for Izzy. She just like trusted their connection and went with it and they had a good time this is the, this is what i've learned in covering reality tv for much longer than i ever expected on these <laughs> dating shows when you are a not stressful option that you get selected when like everyone else is like bringing the drama and conflict and like all this soul searching if you have a connection and you just are easygoing like that's going to get you really far it happens all the time and that's uh, one of the reasons I think he chose Stacey. I think he also made a good choice with her because the other two, I'm just like, no. But that is a big part of these dating shows. I think confidence is a huge part. Yeah. Yes. And that's, it's kind of the same thing. Like she's, she's easy to be around because she's confident. She's not like begging him for reassurance or whatever. Also, just because they're put into such these, like these, obviously like pr- producer situations, produce situations that are, going to try to make you question everything and they want you to whatever i feel like having confidence will help you make good decisions within all the crazy yeah because you won't be like thrown off by anyone's opinion yeah or whatever definitely i don't even remember any facts about izzy but he was such a hot commodity i feel like wait what how do you not remember any facts about izzy i mean i do One, he's bald Yes, it's Two. his point of insecurity. <laughs> he starts with that. <laughs> Which honestly I also liked because I feel like I've talked to a lot of women friends about like hair loss because it happens around, it's very hormonal or just for like different reasons. I have a lot of like female friends. It's happened to me too where like if you start losing your hair, it's like incredibly traumatic. And I don't understand. Well, I don't know. I, I see it on my timeline a lot. Maybe it's because I just had a baby, but it's all over my timeline. A lot of that stuff is BS, but there Rogaine really works, and um, there's also like a I feel like steroid. everyone's taking Nutrafol. Like, does actually. it actually work? Yeah, I have no idea, but it's I'm not even kidding. It's every other ad for me. 
Okay, well, I want some medication that caused hair loss. And I used Rogaine in this other topical thing. And it worked and really Rogaine well. worked. Yeah, so it worked great. And my, my hmm. dermatologist was like, just go to Costco and buy Rogaine. I was like, okay, thanks for the tip. Anyway, I like hearing <laughs> men talk about it because I feel like it's not discussed enough. I feel like, yes, like there's like Romans and hymns, but I liked how he led with that. I think that's like very true to dating and like dating app life. I appreciated that, but that was like the least, that was like the mild, the most mild fact about him. That's what he led with. Then he led with finding out he was a Jehovah's Witness, like when he was like 17, not actually, but like much like he didn't know forever. But then it was his stepdad that was actually, and not even his real dad. He didn't know his real dad. He was not allowed to celebrate any holidays at school, obviously because of being a Jehovah's Witness. Then he no longer has a relationship and does celebrate holidays. Like I felt like there was a lot there with it. Definitely a lot there. I I mean, a lot. And he, I think he shared that with like multiple women, which is a lot. So like a lot to share, but I guess you kind of have to to see how they're going to respond. But for someone like him, I understand why I do on this experiment. Like I'm just like, well, I agree with you. I just thought it was interesting that he shared all of that. But then when Johnny shared her stuff, he was like, oh, scold. Right. <laughs> he couldn't handle it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm like, oh, so you can have the emotional trauma. But she, that was like an like immediate no for him. Right. And as a reminder, her emotional trauma is that she has a history of dating men who have addictions and that she was uh, married and then since divorced and the person she married was kind of a rebound from kind of like the love of her life who has passed away as a result of, uh, I think, a drug addiction. And she's still, and he's the only person she ever loved. Really intense story. And yeah, he had like no empathy for her. He was just like, so you're still in love with that guy or like, and he was just like, I I can't do it. Also, like as she's telling the story, you can see like the ick come over his face. He's just like, no, thanks. My thing with Johnny, I turned on her when she went back to to Chris. After, after Izzy rejects her. Just like walk off into the sunset after that. She then tries to go back. It's just like, and, and by the way, Chris seems so nice. So sweet. I know. It just confirms that she's all about a rebound. Like she can't, she can't sit in the pain. She has to like find a, a rebound. Also, for as nutty as Izzy seems, I do think he told Chris, like, in the nicest way possible, hey, bro, she's telling you one thing and me another. Izzy does seem like, I think, a pretty, like, nice person. I like him. I don't, I don't know if I like him because he should have let Johnny go before she let Chris go. It would have yeah. made Johnny look a lot better. But I way, just want I I to defend him on that, I absolutely love the name. I love the name Johnny for, for a girl. girl. I like it too. Absolutely love it. I liked it. She's she seems sweet. She's a lawyer, right? If I recall is correctly. She? I'm gonna check right now. I just want to defend him for one second though, which is that hmm. it is very possible that the producers manipulated that in some way. First of all, we don't know if we saw it in order, although I think we did. But also like who knows what information different people are having. And you know, that's the kind of thing they can kind of like pull the strings on to have to control and like maximize for for drama. So Yes, she's a lawyer. I would never have guessed that. I'm sure she said it, but like I wouldn't have guessed that. A couple other notes. 
Renee, she's sort of irrelevant to the show, but Renee is my worst dressed. She just wore like crazy stuff all the time. (laughs) She, she wore like very trendy, like influencer clothes that like looked like she bought a a new wardrobe, you know, like the day before like fast fashion, which, you know, people get, you gotta, you gotta look good for this. I understand that, but her choices were bad. (laughs) I don't know. I, I I don't know how they tell him to dress. I don't really get it. I feel like you can wear whatever. You're, no one's seeing you till the end. I guess we are on camera. You don't want to look good on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Another couple we didn't discuss is Taylor and JP. JP is the um, firefighter and Taylor They seem is... great. I think she seems not into him. I think she seemed let down when she met him. But he I mean... was like all into it. His kissing style was very noticeable to me as well. I think also, Ugh. Callie, one thing we should mention, one of the reasons I think you and I like Love is Blind, there's no kissing sounds in episodes one through four, so we don't have to oh, worry about that's it. that's true. There's... <laughs> I like hearing more of the conversation, like more of getting to know. Like we've, we complain on all these other reality shows, like we don't see the friendships. We don't really yeah. know much about them. And like, that's one of the reasons we liked love island season three so much is like yeah. they showed so much of their conversation yeah i so totally true and that's another reason why this season in particular is good because like we see them talking about like random stuff like and, and with how they bachelor the we get like 27 seconds right and it's based it's like i'm just so happy to be jumping into this cliff with john and whatever yeah <laughs> I'm like mid falling. It's so good. I I'm really excited to see some of these couples play out. Like I'm positive that Lydia and Milton is going to be a disaster. Like positive. Oh, hundred percent. I think that Stacy and Izzy will try really hard to make it work, but it's going to be challenging for them. I think Izzy's got a little fuck boy in him. So it'll be oh, interesting. interesting just because he was such a hot commodity. They're going to come out of the pods and he's going to be like feeling out, even though I think Stacy like, obviously she's a great body she looks like i think she's one of the more quote unquote in shape typically pretty girls she's very very fit yeah yeah i think he's gonna be seeing what the options are i think that he at the pool on the vacay i look forward to them all like mingling because of there's so there's so much drama well, also, between I'm them so interested to see what happens with alia nucci I have no idea. I can't wait as well. <laughs> I'm just so, I do not know By where this way, is going. Aaliyah leaving. I was like, okay, maybe she is normal. Like Aaliyah took me on a roller coaster. I think that Aaliyah is closest to normal of these people. <laughs> I also like her. Like I, I like root for her. So I, I hope this is yeah, okay Yeah, I just wish her. that the, the, the crying and the cuddling was just too far for me. Me too. Way too far. But I'm, I'm excited. We're going to be covering this on Mondays. And this coming Thursday, we're back, baby. We got Bachelor in Paradise and Woo-hoo! Golden Bachelor Gary. Jerry? Gary. His name's Gary. I can never remember how to say it. <laughs> it's going to be a real challenge. It'll be better once I start hearing all the golden gals talking about it. Thank you to our producer, Devin Ronaldo. And uh, we'll be back in a couple days. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.